Victor podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. I'm Victor Miguel. And I'm Marissa McHale. And today we are here to discuss episode four of season one of Dexter titled, Let's Give the Boy a Hand. Let's see. First things, it's funny where we are in 2018 where there's no such thing as like breaking news. Like we do a podcast. We're recording this on a, what what day is it? Thursday? Thursday. By the time this comes out on Monday, like whatever news did break today, it's all news by the time Monday comes. I'm saying that to say... uh, the movie Pet Cemetery, I guess the book rather, and then the movie. Have you ever? Do you know what that is? Have no. you ever seen it? No. Uh, Stephen King book. Okay. And then it became a movie. Okay. Michael C. Hall is is doing the audio book. Hmm. So to like hear his voice for reading this somewhat creepy book by Stephen King. Well, like that came out two days ago. Okay. So it'll be like really old news by the time that's this so comes funny out. yeah uh he used to do dodge at the height of dexter michael c hall was doing dodge Dura- uh dodge commercials dodge car okay and he would just he would just say stuff like the new dodge <laughs> and, you know, his voice just like yeah totally works you know and i guess over the course of time because michael c hall like have you seen him in anything i was He's, just gonna ask you if you've seen him really since this since dexter so he did a bunch of i want to call them b-level movies He's in he's in a movie theater he's in a movie right now that's in theaters uh, game night. Oh, what does he? He what? just pops up, and the only reason why I know that's because every time I go to like search for Michael C. Hall, it's always like so creepy and funny seeing Michael Hall, Michael C. Hall pop up in game night. That's really. Funny. I want to see it now. Because yeah, of that. I wanted to see it before, even though it looked terrible. Who but is it? Who's in it? Is it Will Ferrell? No, it's not Will Ferrell. Is it? No, I think it's no. Is it Will Arnett? Wait, which one is game night? I don't even know. Then I don't. The one with Michael C. Hall. <laughs> oh, that one. No, I don't know. Um, he was in the 2009 movie Gamer, if you remember, with, uh, it's not Russell Crowe, Gerard Butler. Gerard nope. Butler and like Ludacris. Okay. And he just played like this like super, like, super rich um, owner, like almost put like a Texas oil, like whatever. And 2009 Dexter was already over. No, right? Dexter, Dexter, that's the height of Dexter. Oh, okay. Like 2009-10 is like okay. the height of Dexter. We're in 2006. Okay. Right? Well, I mean, in regards to season one. Yeah. Uh, he's, been, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He did a, a, fun, a cool movie with Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter. He's been in stuff, just nothing super yeah. huge mainstream. But yeah. he's starting to do stuff. He actually has, that's the other news. I don't know the name of the show. And again, you have the internet, so you can look it up. Um He's uh he's coming back to Netflix. He has some show coming to oh, Netflix. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know the the details. Actually, <laughs> this is crazy. He's actually on Netflix now. Do you know the show The Crown? Yes. Or have you seen it? He's yeah. He popped. I've up never in, seen it, but he popped up in season two as something. Someone. Weird. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. He's just not your. I wonder if he could get past being Dexter. Uh, you know. So we talked about in Six Feet on the right, like sort of typecast. Yeah. Like the idea of like you're never going to be able. Yeah. There's going to be a character that shows up in season four that. You'll never be able to look at that celebrity again. Um, I'm not going to lie. Before I met you and got all into this stuff, if you would have shown me a picture of him, I probably would have said like, oh, it's Dexter. Yeah. Pro- yeah. I probably would not have known his name. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Honestly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up 
this is something that we talked about and being that we are we're working this on air in progress and we always say like give us time to yeah kind of figure out what we're doing uh i was definitely and as as the um What's her name who wrote in? Janet. And ripped me apart. Right? Janet. <laughs> no, no she Janet. She did it. She, did it. She, did it. she was really nice about it. Uh, definitely been way too nitpicky. And we've been talking about it, like this is actually a lot harder for me than I thought coming into this as the fan. Because it's funny like when we watch it, I nitpick while we're not. I'm saying like what's the first thing I said when this episode aired? What's the first thing I said? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, remember that? Remember that? Oh, like, where's that? Whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try and nitpick a lot less and just focus more on the storyline. And I think this episode allowed me to be like, oh, shit. Now I forget. Now I remember why, like, Dexter was so awesome. Yeah. You know? And I think that when you and I watch the episode together and we don't talk about it at all. Yeah. It might hurt yeah. us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like um, maybe with the last episode, it kind of happened on air. And then with this episode, you were like, so, like, what were, like, your main right. takeaways from it? And, like, I feel the things that I were was like surprised about or intrigued about you're like really like uh, like you know i yeah. feel like i'm just picking up on different things because again i've never seen yeah, it yeah so we're we're figuring it out we'll get <laughs> into the episode but what episode if you if you can what episode pulled you in more this one or last week's because last week's you were like coming into it really high yeah i think last week still more than this one uh here's the thing because this one and it is more confirmed that this person the ice truck killer. Yeah. Knows who Dexter is. Okay, so I feel like, and obviously this whole thing is kind this whole series, I'm assuming, again, just getting into it, I'm assuming this whole thing is kind of like, you know, a bit of a mystery, a bit of a, you know, like who did it and all that. It's about, you know, uh, serial killers and, you know, but um, I feel like last week's episode, you were kind of set up a little bit more in the characters. Like now at this point, like I, I kind of have like a good gist on like, Dexter and like the way that the cops are and, yeah. and and all of that um so I think that that was why I started to kind of like really get hooked on it because you're kind of getting set up and now you can kind of see like the work dynamic and all of that and then this episode kind of keeps me like a little bit like confused like I just I have no clue <laughs> you have no clue like who the ice truck killer is, like how he knows Dexter, like how right. any of that. But, well, I, I guess what I'm saying is, which is good. Like obviously, I want to keep watching, but I'm, um, I don't know. I just feel like I had like a little bit more last week, I, I, and that's fine. I think, but what is great about what kind of what you said is, it's cemented now that this person knows who Dexter is. Yeah, but you're confused. Yeah, that's like a great. I don't know like uh uh oxymoron comments i guess yeah like you know what i mean like yeah. you've never been more sure and you've never been more confused right right yeah <laughs> uh two things before we get into episode one last episode shot in south florida after this and most of this it, is the last episode most of it is already shot in california okay rita's house the hospital at the end um some of the flashback scenes where they find the foot mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's already in california okay they are only is the our opening shots with the beaches um and i can't remember what else but yeah that hospital that's all in california and after this yeah you know what that's a total lie i totally forgot because the next episode is actually right by bayside market within the next episode (laughs) or two episodes (laughs) uh i guess another thing i wanted to bring up did you sense this at all a lot more musical tone in the episode Mm. or did it kind of 
Um, I, I, I guess let me set up why I'm asking that is because every episode I kind of I try to find like the music piece they use to cut for like the breaks and everything. Yeah. And that's a lot more. I, I don't I'm really bad on the terminology, but music from artists. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this episode, they use about six. Daniel Licht is the guy who scores this. He's the guy who does the the end theme. He doesn't do the intro theme, but the, if you remember, I was saying the blood theme and all these little like songs and cues. Um, and this episode, I realized like, wow, they roll out like six of them because uh, they're like, there's two songs at the end. If you remember, I was editing it mm-hmm. together. That's a song from this. Uh, you know, these are all. Yeah. And we'll, we'll we'll get there at the end, but um, the the end the the end Dexter's ending monologue is a song called "Hide Your Tears." Created for this show and it's whatever, but it, like they just rolled out so many classic pieces yeah. of, of whatever. But you, you didn't pick up on that. I don't think I did. No. Yeah, and that's fine, and that's fine. Uh, I guess if we, if if we were to go back and God, yeah, we we watch so much of Michael C. Hall at yeah. this point between this and Six Feet Under, uh, I think you would notice it. But uh, and I guess that's all I have to bring up before we get into the episode. Let's get into it. We already kind of discussed Primer Thoughts. What's the song that this is based off of? Let's Give the Boy a Hand. Is it Let's Hear It for the Girls? No. Let's Hear It for the Boy. Oh, let's give the boy a hand. Let's hear it for my baby. Oh, yeah. Ah. (laughs) Why do I sing on all of your podcasts? (laughs) (laughs) um, Well, that's cool. Um, It's a great song. (laughs) Uh, our episode opens up with Dexter walking along the beach, and I swear to God, one of my favorite lines from the from the series is when he goes, "Uh, people around me are making connections, except me. Personal bonds leads to messy things like commitment and driving people to the airport." So true, though. <laughs> yeah, so, and really I is. think that when we watched this, you what you drove me the week before, and I was <laughs> yeah. like stuck in an hour of traffic. Yeah. Like, oh, I felt so bad. Yeah, I, I, so I just true, love though. I love that line. Um, but in terms of, like what this episode becomes about. The idea of like Dexter's like everyone else is making connections and I don't do that because it becomes messy. Yeah. And if you see by the end of the episode, like someone's making a connection with him and it's super messy. Like, yeah. you know, like, like it's, it's, I mean, in, in his world, right? Like his connection is, hey, kill this person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll get there though. Uh, I guess we could start with, and, and again, Dexter walking on the beach finds a, a body part. And we come to find out that this body part is of Tony Tucci's, the suspected ice truck killer from the previous episode. Yes. Um, and, and we knew that that Tony Tucci wasn't the ice truck killer. Definitely. I mean, yeah. it wasn't confirmed, but like. But we all pretty much as an knew. audience, you're yeah. like, nah. And there's right. no way that they could just give you that, like that. That can't be it. Like, there's right, just no right. way as a show. Yeah. You know. Uh. So now that they found out that this is his hand. And at this point, we don't know he's alive. Yeah, Laguerta has to go apologize. Yeah, to to his mom. Uh, do you? Think I was. Go oh. ahead. What? 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 No, I was. I was just gonna say I'm really glad that the captain yeah. made her do it, and I think she even said at one point like, "I'm the last person his mom wants to speak to." I just you know announced that he's a, a, a possible you know murder suspect, and um he made her do it and i was i was really happy about that let me ask you though like i guess first question do you think this is common where like the person who sent out the manhunt has to go apologize for a wrongly persecuted 
person. Um, I to be honest, I think that it's probably a lot of politics in like every different division. I think that if you're like super chummy with the captain and you could kind of do your own thing, then no, you could just make someone else do it. You know what I mean? Because my my second thought was to be like at the time, Laguerta and her precinct, the people, they thought he was the killer. But did they? Uh, Or did she kind of just? Fair, fair enough. Because I feel yeah. like pretty much, and granted, obviously, we're only seeing, what, five, six cops, you know, right, in, right. in a whole precinct. But I mean, pretty much all of them, you know, Angel, Dokes, Deb, Dexter, everyone pretty much disagreed with her. And yeah. they literally just said she wants her screen time. And, yeah. and even the captain said, we just need to give Miami someone to, you know, like that we're doing something. Yeah, no, no. Like, uh, yeah, they, they kind of all went along for her ride. I just I feel like if if she's egotistical enough to be like this is the guy, I feel like she would also be egotistical enough to be like, well that was my decision and I'm sticking. You know what I mean? Right. But I mean I I guess in an, in an episode like where we're making connections, like she has to kind of like let her guard down a little yeah. bit. Um. So she goes to to Tony Tucci's mother's house, and you know she she's like forced to connect with with his mom. Uh. I don't know what the word is for how forgiving or whatever the word is for Tony Tucci's mom. Yeah. So I was a little, when I was watching it, there was a few different things. Like when I first watched it, I felt, how could she be so, like you said, forgiving? Yeah. How could she be so like, is forgiving the word? Cause I don't I think don't, she's forgiven her. I think she's more faith. Hap- I don't like, I don't know. Um, but then the second time around, um, when I was watching it, I kind of felt like, uh, LaGuardia was like, just talking and and saying you know we're gonna try to find him and the mom kept cutting her off right like so i kind of almost felt that the mom was like showing a little bit of dominance there and like saying like it almost like in a silent way like listen you've said enough like just find my son like i don't even care what you're going to say just find my son you know um and i also love that when uh dexter you know came to the came to the conclusion that that Tony Tucci is most likely still alive that they don't find him they don't have any leads aside from Dexter's you know guess which yeah you know um and then LaGuardia just goes and calls his mom again like if you didn't jump to conclusions the first time by saying that he's a killer (laughs) now you're gonna jump to conclusions by saying he's alive like those are two huge things that you're like you didn't learn your lesson the first time I my thing was like damn it is this me nitpicking? Because how do you pick up the phone so fast? How do you pick up the phone? Like, if you call her a day later and say he's still alive, it's still just... I understand. She just wants anything. Yeah. But like... And I feel like it's just LaGuardia trying to make herself feel better at the end of the day. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it, any any sort of hope that she could give this woman because of how bad she feels, you know? Yeah. It, it, when she called him, I was just kind of like, damn, just wait a little bit. Oh my God. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You what if he like literally turned up, What if like Dexter turned around and be like, oh my God, I, didn't, I read the numbers wrong. Whoops. He's actually been You know, dead. yeah, <laughs> like. This is not even Tony yeah. Tucci. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that that was really annoying. Uh, um, LaGuardia shows up to, to the church where his mother's having some sort of service for him and. You know, I mean, just kind of like we're talking, like she's pretty courageous or whatever that word is. And I'll, I know I'm going to find out the word, you know, a half hour after we finish recording um, for welcoming LaGuardia to the church and everything. Um, the the private conversation, I guess the like a more intimate conversation her and Dokes have when yeah. they are uh, 
it's kind of like been like the end of the day and all this and what, and what's the line Doug and say? And he says that he doesn't mind being with her because she's more hated in the office than him or <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, you're the only person yeah. I know that people hate more than me. So I'll hang out with you. It's um, <laughs> a good way to look at it. You know, some of this is, how do I bring this up? No nitpicking. No, 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 not nitpicking. I'm trying to avoid spoiler. I think there is something to the fact that, you know, the closest relationship we've seen on the show has been Dexter and Deb. Yeah. I think the second is Dokes and LaGuardia hmm. and not to be like race baiting, but they are like the only two people of color on the show. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So there's like, that's somewhat intentional, right? Yeah. Um, that they're both there and cause you, you'll, I mean that you'll see their relationship grows, mm-hmm. but you they're just, also pretty similar just from what I know of them right, right now. Yeah. They I don't really think, care yeah. what people think about them. You know, them. Yeah. They're they're both very strong willed. They're yeah. both you know very career driven. Yeah, they're pretty similar in a lot of aspects too. I, I guess more of a show where we have a very white dominant cast. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting you put, you yeah, know, the two. But doesn't you know, that like always kind of happen? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, of course, of yeah. course, and that I think this conversation is just the way they talk to each other is yeah. just kind of mostly it. Um, and I have I have Laguerta's storyline wrapping up in the ending yeah. monologue and whatnot. Uh, I guess we can move to Rita and Dexter preparing for Halloween. Um, the idea of this being a Halloween episode mm-hmm. it's a little ironic because this came out in looking it up. It came out October twenty second, which means another episode came out on October twenty ninth. Usually, uh, Halloween episodes are yeah, no, it's I mean? usually right yeah. around there. Um, and the idea of this being Halloween episode like unmasking yourself because dexter's if you want to say because he talks about masks yeah and, and whatnot yeah um he sort of gets unmasked by the ice truck killer uh there is something i didn't realize till i watched this episode and again i know these episodes so well that i'm nitpicking at like god how can you let him go for four years or whatever uh and we'll, we'll talk about when we get there uh th- their storyline starts out that dexter and the kids are carving a pumpkin mm-hmm. have you ever carved a pumpkin I have. Is it that disgusting? Like the You've guts? never carved a pumpkin? No. Oh, we got a date. <laughs> we got a date in October. How have you never carved a pumpkin? I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's even just... if you, like I've carved a pumpkin, like actual face, but even if you don't carve a pumpkin, you've never, have you ever had pumpkin seeds? No. Have you ever it... had sunflower seeds? Uh, yeah. You don't, you're not into them? Salty. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not a salty person. <laughs> I could disagree with that. But anyway, um, yes, I've definitely carved a pumpkin and it's just as gross as that is. Yeah. 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 Just, it's almost one of those things though that you stick your hand and you're like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, like, and then you like kind of like it. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is so gross, but kind of cool. And, and we sort of see here that this dog is barking. Yes. Walter. That's the name of the dog? Yes. Wow. Nitpicking. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. So, by the way, so nowadays I was thinking like, oh, my God, if that was my neighbor, I would go nuts. And then I was like, you know what? Nowadays, people would video it like on their cell phones. Right. Literally call the city. She would be like the neighbor would be like shunned. There'd be like protests outside her front door. Like things would be handled so much differently. It's just funny. It just reminded me. I I used to live next door to this dog and it sounded like it was you know, 200 pounds and could rip your leg off by accident. 
And the thing was like the size so of... So funny. And it, it jumped on the fence so much that like it indented the fence. Oh my God. I, 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 and I it was, was a tiny little dog? Tiny little dog. And I was one of those people who called uh, animal control. Yeah. I couldn't sleep. I, yeah. I was like, I was like Esther and Cody. Like I got so annoyed. I'd go yeah. in their house, knock on the door at like 3 a.m. on purpose to be like, what the hell, you know? Um, anyways, my my the reason, well, I guess... How annoying is that dog bark? Horrible. Dog barks. Not that any of them are pleasant. Yeah, that one's like this... super high pitched. Yeah. It's horrible. It's, it's like, like an alarm clock of dog barks. <laughs> it's horrible. It's really bad. I was like, oh my. I could hear it right now as we're talking about yeah. it. And I'm like cringing. How uh. worse, though, aside from that dog bark, was the neighbor herself? Well, she's a terrible woman. I can understand, <laughs> right? Because there, there is something about. You know, I mean, think about how different we are 12 years later. You know, do you even know your neighbors, right? Cause no. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the idea here where Dexter comes over and is like, you know, would you mind? Yeah. I mean, she is. She's terrible. She's just straight up rude. Yeah. And it's like at this point, why even have a dog, lady? Like, give your dog away. Why right? have a dog? But then she says the line. Maybe they're afraid their crackhead father is going to come back and beat them up again. Terrible. And there's like no need for that. No. Just <laughs> like, disgusting. You know? Like terrible person. Like that deserves, well, I would say Dexter can't do it. Like, and I'm not someone who's physical, right? Mm. No, no, <laughs> no. You can't do that. <laughs> no, no, never. Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> okay. Now we have proof. This is <laughs> well, I'm not someone who's physical. This is something where I'd be like, are you are you out of your goddamn mind? The best was after Dexter finishes the conversation, he walks like a few steps and literally just stops and like closes his eyes. And I yeah. think he says like, it would be so much easier for yeah. Rita. And then yeah. it was just like, no, I can't. Like right. literally contemplates it. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was crazy. And then like Rita goes over and she's just as a total bitch to, to Rita. So like laughs in her face. Literally. Yeah. And I think the second time around how she like, you know how, oh my God, what's the word I want to use? You know how disrespectful it is to laugh at someone? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just being like, wow, you're, you're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Rita's like here like trying to. And you can tell Rita's probably like, like so yeah. worked up. She's probably like shaking right yeah. now because yeah. she's so worked up and it's so out of character for her to even be like that. Yeah. You know? Uh, and like this, this is like what sort of empowers Rita to take the dog. Yes, right? definitely. Uh, that was um, my favorite scene, by the way. When they're driving away with oh, the dog. Oh my God. <laughs> I loved that scene. It was like, it was just so great. I was and so happy. Like, and it's like juxtaposed with that car. Oh, that I know. Every, no, everything was literally perfect. The dog's ears like blowing in the wind. Rita's hair. Like she looks so, you yeah. know, no, it was great. Uh, when they're at the Halloween store uh-huh. and Dexter kind of gives this monologue of like, oh, everyone wears masks. What's the line he says? Everyone wears masks to pretend there's someone they're not. I wear a pret. Blah. Do you have that line or so no? I have. I love Halloween. The one time of the year everyone wears a mask and it's not just me. Oh, right. But there, he, he does say something, right? Like everyone wears a mask to pretend there's something they're not. I wear a mask to pretend something I am. I don't Whatever that line is, whatever. Yeah. But the whole idea of like masking, unmasking. Yeah. Uh, if you remember when we watched this, I laughed a few times. And this is one of the scenes where I bursted out laughing. And I did it again while watching it by myself. Because uh, uh, Aster's like, oh, I'm going to be a princess. And Dexter's like, 
oh, just like your mom, two perfect princesses. And I started laughing because like, that's so goddamn fucking cheesy. Uh, but, and it got me to thinking. I thought it was cute. <laughs> but no, no, what I'm saying, no, no. But the way he says it is so cheesy. No. Yes. Yeah, I'll give but it to you. But it's is, cute. But for Dexter to be able to work him yeah like his life yeah he needs to like do that stuff he needs to blend in because like rita eats all that eats all that up yeah you know um so i just i, I don't know I, I can't believe you liked it i thought it was cute <laughs> i mean yes if i ever called you a princess you'd probably slap me in the face no you slap me in the face remember? no you can't <laughs> This is not a joke. Oh, sorry, this is sorry, not an sorry, on-air sorry. joke we're going to have sorry. where I just physically abuse you. <laughs> like, oh, there's Merce again with her. No, no. <laughs> no. Anyways. This is so bad. <laughs> no. You have to put out disclaimers and... Okay. Well, um, when Dexter brings the dog, the kids back to the house, and, and I, I don't remember where I had it, but Esther, uh, Cody says, oh, that damn dog. And yeah. Dexter kind of flips out. I think in the first flashback, Deborah says, Deborah says damn somewhere, but I think it's younger Deborah. Did you have that anywhere? I thought Dexter said, shut your damn mouth. Oh, okay. Maybe it was yeah. that. Yeah. Just again, damn is not a big word, but when you hear like little Cody yeah. say it, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, little peanut. Talking, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and again, I guess we, we did discuss that Rita brings her, uh, the dog to the one yeah. of her coworkers. Um, and then what about? When Rita's feeling all empowered and dresses up like Laura Croft. <laughs> Wait, we'll get there. I just, the woman that Rita brings the dog to. Uh huh. Did you ever see The Dark Knight? No. Oh. No, she's. Oh, no, I have, but I don't remember it. She's like one of the cops in The Dark Knight. Oh. That. Interesting to see little, little roles. Um, so, yes. <laughs> so, immediately when Rita got to the front door. This and, is when I burst out laughing. And when we watched it together, I looked at you and I was like, oh, she's naked. Yeah, I have and that. <laughs> instantly, though, instantly I had to know that because no one in South Florida would wear that jacket. <laughs> right. No one. It's so I mean, hot. it's so cheesy anyway, just right. in any, you know, state. But it was yeah. like for her, like Dexter was just sweating. Like, you know, yeah. like, come on. Like, and then you answer the door in that coat. Like, yeah. clearly. But if you and if we could remember, because we have the episode on while we record. When you go to the scene and Dexter opens the door, yeah. it's like five seconds before he says anything. Oh and my he has God. no idea like what to say or do. Well, how awkward is it that she's sitting there looking great, <laughs> right. but she's yeah. sitting there and talk, how's your day? And, oh, I stole the dog. And like, and they're just having like small talk as she has like leather gloves on. Yeah. Like, uh, it was just so awkward on for both of them. I don't, I don't, I just wonder how... Rita receives everything because, I mean, we clearly know Dexter is different. Yeah. But she's used to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, she Dexter does. weird is, like, to us is super weird, but to her, she might be normal. Or, she does know? mention, like, oh, is that why you've been acting a little differently? Right, right. Yeah. So, she's picking up a little something, yeah. but uh, um, not enough. And, and <laughs> I guess the idea of, like, making connections, like, you know, because the previous few episodes was all about Rita not being able to connect sexually because mm-hmm. she just can't and like it's like saving grace for Dexter she's like I, I can't do this because yeah. it comes messy and then like I, I don't is she so empowered by this dog napping that she's like yeah let's let's do this she's pretty much Beyonce yeah <laughs> she's <laughs> pretty is, much she's is, feeling herself she is feeling herself she is Beyonce um and, and we see that like much like in the pictures Harry 
Harry is uh so so during that scene did you pick up that like Harry's also watching over Dexter in the background yeah on it's the like picture. it's like faded and blurred yeah. but it's Creepy. still there <laughs> yeah, yeah a little bit <laughs> yeah you're 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 is it his stepfather no what is it um his adopted his bio- his I mean his adopted father I mean it's his father yeah in it's the his end, father but whatever just yeah. looking over your shoulder while yeah. you're uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh um. And again, that that that's her. That storyline sort of ends and starts the ending because that's when he knows to go to the the hospital, mm-hmm. and we'll get there with the Dexter storyline. Uh, Batista, sure. I think uh, this Batista sort of adds like the comedic element. Yeah, we definitely get a lot of a lot of opening up of characters in terms of Batista and LaGuardia. Huge, yeah. And Batista, we finally like see like he's yeah. not just the cop that's at the station. Um, I mean, his story is rather confined, right? I mean, it's not really a big thing. It's just more. No, I is just. This a, is this a thing? A tenure gift is supposed to be a clover? No. So he oh. says that a tenure gift is supposed to be tin. I thought a tin clover. No. Oh, no okay. clover, but just tin. Um, mean just so tin. <laughs> like, so every year that you're married, it has like, there's like different anniversaries. If you're looking this up, I'm right. No, I, I was, I was oh, okay. at where, um, where at So time. like, I know that the first year is paper. Um, the second year, I'm not quite sure, but yeah. So like every single year it's like something. So you're supposed to get your significant other something of that year, whatever it is. I don't think a lot of people do it. Um, but he does say, um, your 10th and our 10th anniversary is tin. I'm so I'm, I should have guessed her something with tin, but like who wants tin? Right. Um, but I thought it was really sweet that he was like really excited about it and like although so random who's carrying diamonds around in their pocket at work but <laughs> yeah. but just so cute that he was like showing everyone at work and like you could tell like he was so excited that when he went to what i thought was his home but i guess you know was yeah. was yeah. his home and he saw his wife and i was like shocked yeah because he just seems like such a good guy and clearly it wasn't like a mutual thing. Like something clearly happened. he did something yeah. because she, you know, he said it's been three months and yeah. when are you going to forgive me? And she said like, I'm going to take as much time as I need for what you did. Yeah. You know, and I, that just totally, I did was not expecting that at all. And if anything, I was like really sad because I guess, you know, um, and then it also in a sense, he's kind of like wearing a mask too at work, you know, like just it's, it's not as big of a mask <laughs> as right, Dexter, no, but it still but is totally still, you know, like, cause I, and then, um, even at the end of the episode, Deb says like, Oh, how did Nina like the, the, Her, you know, yeah, yeah it was great. It. She was loved so it. Right. It's just yeah. like, Oh, like yeah. stab in the yeah. heart. So sad. And, and kind of his connection or his like duty is more to his daughter at this point. Yeah. Cause you know, she gives her it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Like great point. Like it, everyone's wearing a mask or yeah. gets unmasked here. Cause yeah. you know, um, yeah, I mean, the only thing I will add to it is it's hilarious when two things. It's hilarious when Dexter says, Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> ox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But second, so that's supposed to be hugs and kisses. Yeah. What's the hug and what's a kiss? The hug is the X and the kiss is the O. So it's XOXO. Yeah. Hugs and kisses. Yeah. You would think O would be the hug, no? Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think it's like, like hug. Like, oh, you're doing the X, like DMX. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, because of timing, I think we're going to have to push Stokes to our second half. So, what does that mean? You tell me. Break! Break!
What's up? Fuck anyone's wife lately? And we're back with part two of the podcast. Anything you'd like to get into before we get into it? Whoa, where's your Apple Watch? Oh, you know what? The podcast. So I was I was bullied into buying an Apple Watch. <laughs> And it Physically. doesn't even work. <laughs> so I'm, I don't even want to wear it because I'm trying to block it out in my head that it doesn't work. Um, let me, thanks for that. Uh, let me add, uh, I should have mentioned this in the beginning of the episode. So we did some advertising this week to try and, and it's funny how advertising works on social media. It's mostly like you're going to pay this amount of dollars. So this ad will go into anyone's profile who likes Dexter or Showtime or Michael C. Hall or forensics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just like if you like you might be if you're listening right now, you might be someone who like our ad just plopped on your timeline, like one of those annoying uh, things. And did we also get Apple watches? If you search for an Apple watch, we come up. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess uh, hello to any of our new listeners because. You know, I, I just from judging from social media, our Facebook and Instagram, like we got a bunch of new people who started following Yay, us. Thank and you. I, I can't tell if it's from Six Feet Under or Dean Dexter, but I'm pretty sure it was has been from Six Feet Under. So welcome. I always encourage people to write in if you like or don't like something about the show. It's really important you write in because we have no idea <laughs> how we're doing otherwise. Isn't it funny? Like now that you're like in this, like, isn't it funny? Like the small like Janet has been basically sending us notes yeah. every week and it like really it kind of makes the podcast worthwhile right while it's fun to do what we're doing right like janet writing in to be like oh i thought it was really smart what marissa said but victor's an idiot like it's really <laughs> no but like it's like you're putting this podcast out there and someone out there listens <clears throat> enough like yeah. you know and it, even if it's a simple like hey i like the podcast or even like hey your podcast is terrible like it just it makes us feel like someone's out there yeah listening. no it's definitely really cool and um I know that you've gotten a lot of feedback from Six Feet Under and now you have like a lot of friends and stuff that you've just met through all that. But for me, just like being totally new to this whole thing, the feedback in general is so cool. Like it's it's really it's nice and definitely appreciated. If if we don't hear from people, the only connection we basically have is numbers. Yeah. How many people have been listening? Otherwise, we have no and like. Just like you said, how cool it is to like connect with people because I don't know where Janet's from. I don't even know if she's in America. She might be. But like, you know, from the Six Feet Under podcast, I made a friend from Australia. Yeah. And there's no earthly way I'd ever get in touch with him. Yeah. Not through the podcast. You know, I have a a few friends through the podcast uh, and I'd like to do that here because eventually we're going to open it up to have guests. And there are people who as much as I you think I'm a big Dexter fan. There are. Well, I think that you actually don't like the series at all. I hate it. (laughs) But there are people who are like way more dedicated to to whatever. whatever. Um, So eventually we're going to have those people on. But yeah, like tell us if you're liking it, not liking it. uh, If you want to add points because we we will miss stuff. Definitely. You know, and it's really cool when people write in like, oh, you missed this, by the way. One more thing I want to bring up. Um, Do you notice what's on my coffee table? Your Dexter box. Yeah. I don't think I ever brought that up that I have a cool little, uh, it was from Showtime. It's, uh, 
little Dexter box and you open it. It's like glass, uh, glass slide coasters. coasters. Yeah. That has like little blood stains on it. They're so cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, our second part of the podcast, we're going to dedicate to everything that goes on with Dexter and the ice yeah. truck killer and the flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, I think this has been the most flashback centric episode, right? I would agree. Yeah. Uh, we get a lot of Dexter and Deb sort of backstory. Um, so again, like I said, the, the episode started out, we find the hand on the beach and the ice truck killer is taunting, teasing. I don't know what the word is, what he's doing I with would, these body parts. Yeah, I would say taunting. Taunting. Yeah. Um, and again, like we said, this is in Fort Lauderdale mm-hmm. while they make it. Uh, um, I think Dexter actually says he's mocking him. So that's another oh, thing mocking too. mocking me. Right, yeah. right, right. And, <laughs> whoa and uh he leaves a postcard from Rand beach how how did you take these flashbacks because they kind of tell a story and there's like a total role reversal and evolving going on but like i guess this first one where they're on the beach and dexter's like training i'm sorry harry's training dexter how did you how did i take the flashback itself or the yeah. or the whole scene with like finding the postcard the, I guess the whole the first scene of the, the 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 hand on the beach and then, you know what it represented for right. Dexter. So you kind of see in the first flashback with Harry um, telling Dexter that he needs to blend in if you're in a family and someone's going to take your picture like you need to smile, and it kind of goes a little bit because Dexter is pretty young. I would say what he's eight to ten there. Let, let's say ten years old. Okay, oldest. So um, I feel like that also, you don't really have to tell many people that. So then that kind of also goes to the question, like, is he autistic? Like, it's almost like, um, and I have no background whatsoever in mental health, but it's almost like you would think that, like, if if even a, a child that is two years old, three years old, if you hold a camera up, they literally say cheese and smile. Like it's something so (laughs) that it's so basic that the fact that Harry has to literally tell Dexter to do it, like Dexter's so black and white that it kind of like sparks that whole thing. Like, is he autistic? Is he on the spectrum? Does he not just pick up on those social cues, you know? Um, But then in regards to current day with leaving the postcard and things like that, um, I'm, I'm really just confused by it because I don't know if the ice truck killer just got all this information from kind of going through Dexter's apartment. We know he's been in the apartment numerous times or did he know Dexter when he was younger or like I, I'm I'm just I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's something that always like how did how did the, the ice truck killer know that these particular photos? Yeah. And then I started worrying like, is this me nitpicking? No. Some of the problem here is I know what happens. I know what. Yeah. So well, whatever. But it, that's why it's a lot more interesting to hear what you think. Yeah. Uh, I like something I picked up on this time watching it around is just the the evolving. And we'll talk about this picture where Harry has to convince uh, a 10 year old Dexter what to do. And like the last flashback, like Dexter now has to tell Harry what to do. Like he's fit in so yeah, well. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, something I never picked up on that you said is that. You put a you raise a camera to a kid, yeah. And the first thing is, oh, it's, it's probably like one of the first twenty words a kid learns. Definitely, mama, yeah. dad, you, you know, yeah, yeah. just camera faking yeah. a, a picture. It's almost like and, 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 and yeah, and Harry has to teach Dexter, yeah, <laughs> like at know. like ten, yeah, yeah. So what's up with that? Um. So then the it, second was 
I just wanted to add to like it's also the idea like Harry knows Dexter can't fit in, mm-hmm. so he's like nudging him in these ways that you otherwise wouldn't. Like I, I feel like he would have been had more to tell him about like the bullying, fitting in that way. And this like it's just a simple thing, like you said, like just say cheese, yeah, <laughs> just take pictures, yeah. Cause, but you it's know. just so black and white. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and the second body part we found is a foot near the soccer park. Um, that's when Dexter says that he's, he's mocking, mocking him. So yeah. I think that that's like at that point, Dexter kind of makes the connection of like this was it because in the first day at the beach he's like it seems so familiar here that I don't even know if Dexter realizes right you know maybe he just thinks like oh deja vu a little bit you know yeah, yeah. but now at this point he kind of knows like the ice trick killer is now a little bit more involved with Dexter and Dexter's backstory than maybe he even thought before yeah uh I'm gonna the same way the same way uh uh if someone's on a diet, you just be like, listen, today, today's my cheat meal. I'm just going to, I'm going to have a nitpick. Uh-oh. And I told you about this during the show. Okay. So your diet didn't even start. Today's <laughs> day one of your diet. And you're I know, cheating? but like, I know it's day, it's the end okay, of day one. Like, and I won't eat for the rest of the week. Let's bad. Hear it's it. just going to be today. It. The first day. No, cause Dexter mentions the foot was cut from the tarsals and metatarsals. Okay. And when you see that the, the, the foot is cut clearly above the ball of your ankle. Uh-huh. Your tarsals and metatarsals are in your foot. That's a worthy nitpick. It's not even nitpick. That's a goof. A goof? It is a goof. No? What's a goof? Because a goof is something that's not correct. That is a goof. Thank you. So you're allowed to goof. You're not allowed to nitpick. Yeah, I'm not nitpicking. So also with that... um foot cut and those things that you were just talking about Mm -hmm. um dexter says he it's like it's almost like a surgical cut yeah um so i know that you've been kind of taunting me a little bit by telling me who do you think the ice trick killer is right so like the fact that it was like a like he like it's it look it appears to be like a surgical cut is making me think it has like some sort of like medical background and then there's like other things that come up later okay uh, and then from this foot, this is when Dexter finds out that Tony Tucci is still alive. Yes. Did you pick up on all on how he goes? So him and Batista go in the office and tell LaGuardia mm-hmm. and Dokes. And like we talked about this is when LaGuardia calls Tony Tucci's mom. The way he s- reveals the information that he's still alive, it's fucking creepy. Like if, I- if, if I ever had doubts about Dexter, just the way he say, cause he's not even like looking at them. And I don't think it was meant to be shot weird. Just like how fascinated he is that yeah. this, you know, but he's fascinated for a completely different reason than anyone even knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I just picked up on it like, wow, that, that's really weird. <laughs> anyone, if anyone ever acted that way, I'd yeah. be like something. Something's yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, when, when Dokes is, is, you know, so Dokes conducts this meeting where we figure out that there's going to be another body part that's supposed to show up tomorrow. Um and and Dexter is uh, so Dexter's watching this meeting go on and sort of the theme that's been like the past three episodes is like everyone thinks there's a message and there is but it's only for me yeah like there's, you guys aren't gonna ever find out uh, and this is something we'll get into as this show goes on but that's kind of almost as bad uh, uh. as it comes out of my mouth it sounds awful saying but th- there's a point or maybe you someone could express it better him killing the 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 bad the bad people of society that get through it's almost as bad withholding information no 
that the police are out there. You'll see that everyone's there, like trying to figure out where's the next body park and whatever. And Dexter's keeping this information. He's keeping it because this is right. Somebody's making a connection with and all that. But that's pretty evil. Well, it kind if you of like goes against it. like your oath to work for the. Of course, yeah, yeah, so like, definitely. Like, I, yeah, I just I was thinking like he's it's, sitting there smirking, yeah, knowing that all these people won't figure it out, and it's like, yo, dude. Yeah, you're like wasting a part of your job. You yeah, and you're wait like it's the same reason why you don't call nine one one as a prank, right? Because that cop who comes to your house right. could have been saving someone, like you know yeah. whatever. Um, this gets touched upon later in the series, but just sitting there watching that, I was like, damn, that's really messed up. I almost it's think so selfish, right? I almost think that Dexter feels like he'll find the killer before them or he's hoping he does. So it's almost like him just taking it in his own hands of being, and, and I feel like maybe yeah. that's why he doesn't have guilt because he's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to finish. Like I'm going to solve this puzzle. So yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, but, but again, yeah, super selfish and yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Deb calls Dex and you know, come out, you know, your brain of yours, pick one of your spots and just let me, you know, I'll give you a million bucks. I'll give you a million bucks. You don't have it. I'll give two you million. two million. <laughs> Raising the stakes. Uh, Deb says Deb says the line I want to play, and if if you notice, that's kind of like what Dexter's yeah. been saying. You know, that that was cool. Um, and then you know, Dexter's himself trying to figure out what the next the next where the next body part's going to show up. And we get the rev- not the reveal, but you know, Dexter he. Pulls out a picture with a smiley face on a tree and totally fitting in with Dexter being a kid who you have to teach how to say cheese to. Mm-hmm. His favorite spot being the garbage dump. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was you know? up with that? But like, that's what a weird kid would yeah. like, you know? A weird yeah. kid, you know? Um, and obviously we see that it was just a homeless and there was nothing there. Uh, but that smiley face does come back. But we get we get another... We got a flashback at a pumpkin patch. Yeah. And this is kind of where Dexter's evolving, you know? Yeah, that like, was funny when Harry yeah. says, I'm so glad that you're having so much fun. And he was like, Dad, like, what did he say? <laughs> like, the hay is irritating me. I have an allergic, I'm like right. having an allergic reaction. This is miserable. We're just driving around in circles, but I'm blending and, in, you know? Yeah. And like, you could kind of see a little bit Harry being like, that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So look proud at you, of him. miserable and fitting in. Uh, did you recognize this park at all? No. So, in an episode where they make a comment about how South Beach and, and beaches of South Florida and the more, I don't know what the word is, the more hip parts of, of South Florida, they are constantly name changing and whatever. So, this park, in 2006, it was actually Bicentennial Park. Okay. Now, it's called Museum Park. Okay. I'm bringing all up this to say, do you remember when we went to the Frost Museum? Yeah. And the Frost Museum overlooks... Uh, American Airlines Arena. Yes. And that's right next to where Bayside Market is. And the way the show presents itself, the precinct is supposed to be right across from Bayside Market. Because like their panel, you could see like in their whatever, that like their precinct overlooks Bayside Market. So that's where they're placing themselves. But regardless, bringing it back, Bicentennial Park is now, it's now Museum Park. So that's another park that changed its name. And we were at Frost Museum recently. It's a new museum that opened up in Miami. Um, but that's where this pumpkin patch is. Interesting. I went to Warp Tour at Bicentennial Park. Oh, uh, by oh really? Yeah. Wait, I thought it was the the amphitheater. The Warp Tour changed like it was like all different venues. But it was but in that park. It was definitely in that park, like one or two years. Yeah. Um. 
so just kind of cool like in an episode where names change yeah like proof that it's true like right 2006 bicentennial park 2018 museum park that's really funny you know um and then after this is where we get rita you know dressed over um she comes dressed over as tomb raider she looks at one of the pictures and what's the line she says? Uh, on, we're still talking about the pumpkin patch, no? Oh, go ahead. Please. <laughs> go ahead. Um, well, then they found part of his leg. Right. And then Dexter says it looks like he was given some sort of antibiotic. Okay. So then that's another like medical thing. Oh, so it looks right. like. And then um, Batista actually refers to him as like, oh, well, at least he's taking care of his patient. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that's like like more like medical references. Mm-hmm. Um. That's, that's all I have on it. But <laughs> I just thought we just skipped that. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And and when, when Rita is over, uh, comes over to Dexter's house is when we sort of get the idea that, um, what does she say? Because she looks at the, the hospital picture. I'm going to pause for a second. This is when Rita opens the door and look, Dexter just says nothing. Yeah. <laughs> look at his face. That is pretty good. It's like you just told him, yeah. you know, there's alien life form. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Um, she says something that 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 makes the connection in Dexter's mind. I t- I know. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it's 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 Harry's looking over your shoulder. Okay. He's a picture. He's at the water fountain, and you see legit Harry's shadow. I'm gonna take a moment to stop. And am I correct in saying Harry James Remar mm-hmm. is he Samantha's lover from Sex in the City? Is that where I know him? Like, is that Samantha had so many lovers? But was he it's not one of them? Funny, I don't remember. I can't. I think he track. is one. Okay, so Harry on the beach? What? Like, he, <laughs> like he's not cute. He's not cute. He's got. He's but got like, something going on. But like, what? I'm with you. Yeah. 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 No, I. I, I like get, Harry's I get. got a bod. Yeah. 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 He's that, and I. Um, I guess it was how, surprising. I guess how like the mind works because I remember Samantha as a sexual, a very sexual character yeah. on Sex in the City, and I could be sure that. James Remar, the actor, is was one of her like lovers. Totally could be. And I think I think what probably popped the connection in terms of this is the fourth episode, but seeing him rather good looking for an older fit yeah. man, I think that connection was made and whatever. Uh, I think he is, and we'll find out after. And this this makes Dexter go to the hospital. Uh, I think a clever hospital name, Angel, Angel of Mercy. Mercy, and Tony Tucci's there, right? Um, was this the same hospital from the last episode? Why do I have that note here? I don't know. Were they at a hospital the last episode? They were at the, when they killed the nurse. When he killed the nurse. Oh yeah, I but wonder I, if it was the same hospital. I, maybe. Right. I yeah. Mean, it, it would make sense. That would make a lot of sense. They, they yeah. make they, they make no reference to it. But. And if you think of the flashback of the hospital, Dexter's like around the same age, and then remember yeah, Harry's yeah. like not feeling well. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so that probably so, so it is. Actually yeah. Is, right. Yeah. Um, and this is where I said like kind of Dexter's evolved to the point where he's now telling Harry, no, yeah. no, no, let's take a picture. Come on, you know, mm-hmm. um, just to see that 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 full circle. And here we and on this picture we see like the smiley faces yeah. on the back. Is the smiley face like I want to play? I think go, going back a few steps, how complex the ice truck killer's plan is to like put the smiley face. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be, like, a master planner. Yeah, that's why I'm, like, either confused <laughs> or, like, am I going to start nitpicking? Like, I just I just don't know. Like, like, I don't know, like, how how do you know Dexter that well? Right. Or how... And that's why I'm so confused, like, as to who it is. But I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. And 
you know, it, it's kind of like Dexter says says it here, and then he says it like in his little ending monologue. Like, am I going because he wants me to, or am I going because that's what Harry would want? Yeah, like going to this hospital. Yeah. Um, and then when he arrives, we see, you see Tony Tucci, and we'll get there. Um, I'm gonna cut the Dexter ending because I, th- I think the ending monologue again ties everything together of what happens this episode. Okay. I want to hop over to uh, start and finish Dokes. Okay. Um. I guess most of Dokes is that Guerrero's men have been trailing him. Yeah. And, you know, at, at, at every scene, the the hand and the foot, you see the men are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so McNamara, the way him and McNamara talk. Is that Kara's brother? Yeah. Okay, because I didn't, I didn't, I yeah. never got his name. Okay. You know, uh, um, McNamara is obviously jabbing Dokes for having slept with a married woman, his sister, and all that. And, and, the way he says, you know, Doke's trying to let, let some know, like, listen, there was a divorce going through. Yeah. Like, maybe what I was doing was wrong, but, like, it's not as wrong as you may think mm-hmm. or implying. Knowing he was using him as bait the entire time, right? Yeah. To, to the idea where they go trash the house, knowing that they'll come after Dokes and whatever. Do you think McNamara knew about the divorce? Okay, so I was wondering if... Was he was he actually using Dokes as bait the entire time, or did it just kind of change like during that conversation? Yes, because you kind of like they kind of show um, Kara's brother's face, and you could see he's like, like oh shit, like he, you could see like there's like a light bulb that goes yeah. off of like that, yeah. like like this is a lot of information that he didn't know. So I wonder was Dokes bait the whole time, or did that whole scenario just switch right there? Yeah, and yeah. I I don't I don't know. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to think about, uh, and we don't know. No, you know? like it's not like they like let us yeah. know. But uh, Dokes Dokes after his guys trailing him a few times, they finally capture Dokes, and you know they see him bring him to this parking lot, and we see that they're ready to kill him. Uh, I have this down as the gasp of the week from Marissa <laughs> <laughs> when Gennaro's about ready to shoot him. <laughs> Uh, ready to kill Dokes, and we just get that like yeah. shoulder shot, and yeah. McNamara comes out. Uh, I don't think I had any other gas from you this week. No, the- maybe not. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> maybe not. And, and you know, we find out that it was all a sting. Um, I guess smart by the cops, right? To kind of, I mean, unholy safe. Yeah. Not safe, rather, yeah. uh, to do this for two Dokes, but shit. Um, Anything on Dokes before we sort of close out what happens with the ending monologue and all that? Nope, that's kind of it. And our episode closes out with the Ice Truck Killer setting Dexter up to kill Tony Tucci, who now we actually see is alive. It looks just like his kill room. Just yeah. Like, you know? It's um, like set up exactly... Well, you know, it's funny. I had it as his tools were set up the same way, but yeah. I never even looked at like the rest of it. Yeah, the whole thing looked like a typical... Yeah. <clears throat> Dexter guesses, or, or whatever the ice truck killer wants him to do, is kill him. Yeah. And, but Dexter has a code, and this guy doesn't fit it. Dexter doesn't kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess you'd have to be a serial killer being taunted by another serial killer to like answer this question. But like, <laughs> no, like how. I guess how does Dexter know he wants him to kill him? Or I, I guess the idea is like the ice truck killer is saying to Dexter, "You're a silly. You're you just want to kill. Mm-hmm. 
this idea that you have a code it doesn't and but Dexter is bigger stronger than that but does know. the Eister killer even know about this quote unquote code here's and while you're that's a valid question my my like retort would be can he know about his childhood and all this but he doesn't know like yet like you know what I mean I think he right. has to know which then brings up the question you should know Dexter wasn't going to kill him. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So now I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I haven't even thought, I haven't considered that. I was just kind of going with this on yeah. the fly and just being like, yeah, he had to know he had a code, which then meant you had to know that I feel Dexter like, just doesn't want to kill just yeah, to kill. Yeah, I feel like maybe he didn't know that he had a code. And, and you're right, because like, why would you... Because also, if you think about it, like the like the pictures and the scenes that he's reenacting, those are like tangible things that you could see, like the right. code, like... Unless like Harry wrote a book, like yeah. the code, like these are just conversations. Like none of those conversations were documented. Yeah. None of those conversations were, you know. Uh, Dex Dexter throws Deb a bone. Let's Deb find the place and elevates her back on the case. Does Deb know it was Dexter? Or no. no? It, yeah, because you just said just a random yeah. source or tip. Yeah. Um, wouldn't you question that if you were Deb? Like hell no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Would you question if someone like gave you the winning lottery? If you just found the winning lottery ticket, would you question that? Fair enough. The winning lottery ticket doesn't involve dead bodies. Yeah, but if that was your profession and and you just got like this huge, amazing I feel opportunity, like I, I feel like I owe it again. Maybe you question it at home in bed. You don't question it in front of your boss. <laughs> You're like, hell yeah, those are my contacts. Absolutely in your face. You shouldn't be a cop. I <laughs> love this ending monologue with the song. Um, the, the, again, speaking on the idea of like, this is the one of the first episodes where they start rolling out a lot of his pieces, uh, Daniel Licht. Um, uh, I wrote down some of it that Dexter says, everyone hides who they are at least some of the time. Uh, I mean, he's saying this while they're going over all the characters, right? So everyone hides what they are, at least some of the time. Sometimes you bury that part of yourself so deeply, you have to be reminded it's there at all. I think it, that's the part where they show Dokes and LaGuerta, mm-hmm. right? Because Dokes is kind of down on himself. Or, yeah, with like bandages yeah. all yeah, over him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes you want to forget who you are altogether. Um, I, I always like this, this ending monologue because then it's like, you know, Dexter's home. I sure killer took the picture kind of like, I see you. Mm-hmm. I know who you are. Um, but it's like Dexter says, I'm, I'm not, I'm not who the ice truck killer wants me to be. I'm not who Harry wants yeah. me to be. I'm, I'm Dexter. I make yeah. my own, you know, this my own life, whatever. Um, anything on that before I just bring up one more thing. Um, the only thing that I will say is that I think that the ice truck killer is obviously super intricate in what he does and very intelligent, and I think that in this episode, Dexter kind of proves that he's keeping up with him. Like he's kind of proving like, like I'm seeing your move and I'm, yeah, you know, um, so that just kind of like tied a little bit more to like, I feel like Dexter was like, like they're kind of like head to head right now, yeah. you know? So yeah. that was just kind of cool. And there was no kill this week. There is no kill this week. So we're still um, at four. We're still at four. Um, I just think this ice truck killer knows the bond between Harry and Dexter. So he knows a lot. You know, I had sort of asked you, theorize who you think it is. Yeah. And I guess you were telling me in in terms of definitely someone medical or whatnot. Um, 
you know, I, I started the episode asking you, like, does this episode hook you in more? I am now, like, now that we're at the end of our episode, I feel like this, man, I feel like the, the first three episodes were, like, appetizers. And this one kind of, like, really... Because now we know... I'm just saying there's a lot more like, connection. Yeah. And while I think the Batista and... Even I think the, the LaGuardia stuff is kind of, like, a little weak in terms of just, like... It's almost like we can't have Dexter on screen for the full 55 yeah. minutes. Let's give these others. Yeah. Um, and also, while it's funny that you say that there's a lot more connection, there's also, like, a lot of disconnection. Like, just that... Of, like, the unknowing. Right. You know right. what I mean? So yeah. it's just, like, funny. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that sort of wraps up our episode. Anything else you wanted to get into before? I have no spoilers this week. Um, what? Not that, that means anything to you, but <laughs> the, the spoil. I'm not even going to get into it. Anything else you want to bring up nope. before we... Well, that brings us to the end of our episode. You can follow us on Instagram. We are at Digging Podcast. We are on Twitter at Digging Pod... Um, yes, at Digging Podcast. We're on Facebook under Digging Dexter. What's episode um, five? <laughs> What's episode five? I just know, um, ho- not Hello American. Nope. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. S- say something. This is really bad on air stuff. So um, I've learned so far in this podcast, what I've learned more about Victor is Love that- Love American style. <laughs> yes. Is that I can name any season in any episode and he can freakishly answer the title. <laughs> Um, so I was eager to start this podcast with him so I could learn more about him. And that was the first thing that That's I learned. That's the first thing you know. I know every, I know every episode yeah. of Dexter. Um, Loser. <laughs> with that being said, uh, again, yes, give us a follow. Uh, and again, uh, email, write in, tweet at us, or comment on Instagram. Just let us know if you're enjoying it. Because um, again, it, it, the, the further we do this, all, all any of our audiences is, is just kind of numbers, but like we would like to like be able to talk with people and, um, you know, my six feet under podcast, like I would use other people's thoughts to like kind of guide us because other people will pick up stuff. You picked up stuff I didn't think of and vice versa, you know? So if, if you're someone who cares to do so, please do. And with that being said, we will talk to you next week. Bye.